Wednesday, August 18, the 230th day of 2021. There are 135 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll have day number eight of Where's Quacking. We'll also tell you who yesterday's winner was and who now has a duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta. And we will have the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win. We've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, you and I have been uh, laughing. We we did some air travel recently, and so we've been paying more attention. That show, Fasten Your Seatbelt, yeah. uh, that we were watching. And then there's also, uh, we've been laughing about the number of flight attendants who are using duct tape to restrain passengers <laughs> now. United <laughs> Airlines has warned their flight attendants. They sent out an advisory to their flight attendants that said, please don't duct tape passengers. Notice they said, we demand you not. They didn't say that. They just said, please, please. don't. But and It could be heard in a different way. It could. Please, um, don't. please don't. But I will tell you that if I'm a flight attendant in today's world and people learn, until people learn how to act, yep. I'm, I'm going to use, you know, I'm going to use duct tape. I'm going to use whatever restraint or weapon that you give me. So uh, just flight attendants got to be flight attendants. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning to Grayson County uh, Extension Ag Agent Whitney Carmen. We welcome her back. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Glad to be here. We're so happy to see you again. I have been dying to know uh, since you left here on Friday, did you get to go to the air show no. on Saturday? You it all didn't opt to go. Raining, so we ended. You know, we kind of bailed because it was it was raining. Yeah, you yeah. Did, you just watched the rain all weekend, or no? But I did. You know, we we live right behind an airport, and so we did get to see because some of them were kind of making drops in as mm-hmm. they would leave and go different places. So we did see a few different types of airplanes. I, I got to weekend. see the video yesterday or sometime earlier this week of, I think, one of your former classmates mm-hmm. at uh, UK, KSR's Drew Franklin. Yeah. You all go to school together at UK, I mean, right? we did. I never ran into him, well, but we were but, there I mean, at the same were, time. You were both uh, <laughs> pursuing scholastic uh, <laughs> we were. Uh, endeavors at the same time. He got to fly with the Blue Angels last yes. week, which was really neat to see. Right. Well, and that's, I think, Part of the reason why I even knew anything about it, because obviously I am sports and I love, you know, following that. But I thought, you know, that is is such a... Yes, sports. Go sports. (laughs) Uh, This is... That is one of my bucket list things. And when he got to do that, I was in, I was excited for him, but I was really jealous at the same time. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I could have, I don't know if I could have hung as well as he did with the G forces, but I would have hey. given it a nice try. Uh, shoot. Yeah, me uh, too. Absolutely. You might have seen some fog in your low lying areas when you got up this morning. It was very pleasant outside to start the day. I think we got into the, into the, maybe some people got even into the mid 60s and it was uh, nice. But we're going to heat up today into the upper 80s, so at least mid to upper 80s before the day is over. 
over. There's also an opportunity for a few thunderstorm cells that could get gusty across southern Kentucky today. So uh, depending upon where your travels may take you or those cells shifting, could determine whether or not you get some rain today. But there's a potential for some impacts for the morning commute tomorrow when you're out. Looks like uh, there'll be some heavy rain in the region for tomorrow. Then a cold front is going to move in Saturday and increase our showers and thunderstorm chances. So scattered thunderstorms today and a high of, I think our high is, I'm going to call it as 86. Tonight we'll see an evening storm, uh, maybe chances of rain increasing later, low of 74, and then First day of the Kentucky State Fair tomorrow, a high of 84. We'll talk more about the State Fair coming up later on in the program. COVID-19 continues to be the uh, the news item of the day as uh, another day passes. Additional totals and things to uh, update you on. Yesterday, the governor's office reported 3,276 new cases reported to state public health officials. That's uh, just alone in the last week, 19,000 737 cases, eight new deaths. I mean, 19,000 in a week is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is a pretty big number. And uh, eight new deaths, the positivity rate is also climbing. We know the po- the positivity rate was higher yesterday than it was on January 10th. So it went to uh, 12.47. But even if you look at it more on the micro level, on June seventeenth, mm-hmm. it was two point zero six. That's pretty drastic. So in sixty days, I mean, just go yeah. from June seventeenth to August seventeenth, and on June seventeenth we saw two hundred and fifty-five new cases. Yesterday, on August seventeenth, there was three thousand two hundred and seventy-six. So, I, I mean, you, it would. It's hard to argue against saying that we've got serious problems and we're trending in a direction that it's not looking up yet. You know, mm-hmm. when are we going to turn the corner on this? And I think that's um, that's the $64,000 question. And then you run into Labor Day <clears throat> and those holidays where we're typically together. So mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Uh, but I'm wondering... We'll get to a little bit later when it comes uh, when it comes about schools. You know, when you ask the question "Why now?" and when you look at who is being impacted the most, then I think you also would be hard pressed to make an argument that it doesn't involve our schools and our school children yeah. in some way. But if you just look at the vaccinations, um, we are now at two point four two five million. That's sixty six percent of all Kentuckians age eighteen and older. Right. Okay, that was my question. So yeah, factor out the, the 12 to 17, but the 18 and over is now 66% with at least, one, at least one dose. But if you break down those demographics, 65 or older have an 84% vaccination rate. People 50 to 64, 56%. 40 to 49 is slightly above 50% at 51. 30 to 39 at 40%. And um, 51% for ages 30 to 39, 40% for Kentuckians ages 18 to 29. So between 18 and 29 years old, 4 in 10 Kentuckians. Now, there's not they don't have an updated metric because the 12 to 17-year-old group has just most recently been added. And then you've got that 5 to 11-year-old group that has not be, yet been given the green light to be vaccinated. That And that's why I believe that you're seeing the majority of the spread that's happening is happening among that 5 to 11 and then that 12 to 17 and then that next tier up there. And it's, you know, it's becoming problematic and it leads people to having to make tough decisions and in some cases unpopular decisions like we've been experiencing over the last week since the governor issued his uh, mask mandate in schools a week ago yesterday is when that information came down. And I believe the mask mandate went into effect a week ago today, today. I think. so. It yeah, was, we've uh, been in school a week, and it, they decided it, it the night before. On a Wednesday. And there are some school systems, including Grayson County, that have been going to, a school, to school for a week prior to that mm-hmm. and were serving as a um, case study. <laughs> for what was to yeah. for what was to come. So, uh, also when it comes to our kids, the governor mentioned yesterday that in the United States right now, or as of yesterday, 
In the United States, there are 1,900 kids in the hospital with COVID-19. That's nationally. Is that 0 to 12 or 0 to 18? I'm not sure what he's, he, what he's defining as a kid there. Yeah. But Dr. Stack said yesterday, small numbers don't really make a big headline, but there are 17 pediatric patients in the hospital in Kentucky with COVID, and that's an all-time high. The previous high of kids hospitalized in Kentucky was back in December when the number was 12. So a lot of people say, well, you know, kids are resilient. They're not having as much, they're not impacted as much by this virus. And I would tend to agree with that, but it, but it doesn't slow the spread. You know, they, they can spread it and hand it to one another and to other people, to unvaccinated people more quickly, but it, it, they may fare a little bit better, but it doesn't mean they don't need to do things differently to try and get some control of this. We also know that uh, third vaccine doses will soon be available in Kentucky for people who are immunocompromised, active or recent uh, uh, treatment for cancer, uh, modern, moderate or severe immunodeficiency, advanced or untreated HIV infection. And so you'll see they'll prioritize those on how they're going to roll out those uh, roll out those boosters going forward, which could happen. Um, my my dentist got his uh, booster day before yesterday. I was going to say, I wonder if we... Uh, they're saying that adults can... They're probably going to need a booster as well. Am I correct in mm-hmm. understanding Yeah, they that? just okay. announced the day before yesterday. I think we woke up to most of the headlines. It's been predicted for quite mm-hmm. some time, uh, but even they're becoming more definitive on what, what to expect. Grayson County-wise... Uh, all but eight of Kentucky's 120 counties are in the red, including Grayson County. But the number was kind of interesting. Grayson County's rate of occurrence stood at 80 yesterday, mm-hmm. 80 per capita, 80 per capita. So what does that mean? That's three times the number necessary to get back into the orange. <laughs> yeah. Pretty high. Yeah. So, I mean, when you... You go well. We've got we've got a lot of rows to hoe before we can even get back into the next tier down, and our neighbors aren't doing uh, much better in in that regard. We did see Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell make a visit in Litchfield yesterday, and he talked about two things primarily. He continues his pro vaccination messaging, saying that it's the only way to get uh, to put the pandemic to an end. The more people that become uh, vaccinated, the better. And then he also talked about the withdrawal from Afghanistan and the optics of uh, you know our exit, whether it was a good idea, whether it wasn't a good idea. And so he, he didn't speak uh, all that long. He was making a bit of a barnstorming tour. He was in Morgantown yesterday morning. I know he's in Litchfield yesterday afternoon, probably made other uh, stops as well. The Grayson County Fiscal Court met then later uh, yesterday afternoon to set tax rates and announced about $400,000 in road work. Uh, The uh, property and tangible tax rates remain the same as the last three years. That'll be uh, 6.7 and 7.9. That was unanimously approved. And then going to be some road work from uh, in the coming uh, period of time. Clark School Road, Old Clarkson Road, Post Towsey, Noah Lane, Clayton Road, Green Road, King Road, Logston Cemetery Road, Whitaker Road, a couple of different sections of Whitaker Road. So if you live on any of those locations, then... I've been on a few of them, and they could stand to be updated. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of them that could stand yeah. to, could stand to um, have some improvement. The uh, legislative panel... And conversation was held yesterday in Frankfurt where Republican lawmakers repudiated the statewide school mask mandate. And uh, a GOP-led legislative panel found the school mask regulation approved recently by the state school board, they said, to be deficient. Lengthy testimony before the party line vote reflected deep divisions among Kentuckians over mask mandates to try to curb the spread of the coronavirus. The... um, uh, I had a quote in there from someone I was going to pass along. Said it's clear that the unvaccinated, unmasked children are going to end up in quarantine and not be in school. That was according to the governor, and and he that's what he claims is that mm-hmm. you really can't have it both ways. If you want kids in school, then masks are necessary. If you want to go back to the NTI model, then. 
we we can do that. And so it really yeah. puts it. I think it puts a lot of parents in a spot. Because as a mom, I don't know that I want to go back to the NTI it's, model. It's hard. I mean, yes. it's just it's a it's a. a it's a Sophie's choice of uh, of picks in ways, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I I have spent. There's just such a conversion of thoughts and fears and concerns and questions that come together that that reach me, and I go, well, you know, I'm for liberty and I'm for mm-hmm. choice and I'm anti-governmental mandate, but I'm also for logic and common sense. And helping my fellow neighbors, and and so in ways I feel like those two things conflicting. are conflicting. Yes, and I think well, but so then what? What do I? What do I do? Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Governor Bashir, but I, I don't give him a failing grade for the. Way, I don't like the decisions that he's had to make because hey, you know they cramp my style. I don't mm-hmm. like how to do that, but someone has to, right? And it's. I, I just I, I commiserate with his the spot that he's in. I commiserate with school boards and superintendents and principals around the state that are having to make tough decisions and then suffer the backlash that mm-hmm. they really didn't decide. And so it, it brings me to the point where I have said, you know, all, for over a year now, well over a year, we're going to get a true test through this process of what our Constitution actually affords us Mm -hmm. and i i I just hate the political lens that all of this is viewed through i i was sharing in a conversation yesterday uh actually the day before and i said you know i i I really wish this hadn't happened i I wish it had happened either in trump's first year or in biden's first year Mm -hmm. or their second year or their not in an election year it didn't serve our nation well but then I also came to the conclusion, you know, I wish this had happened before social media was invented. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's my concern is that, you know, we trust science and I feel like in, we've kind of gone backwards a little bit in that, you know, that we've there's been so many people argue that, you know, they're arguing amongst each other and yeah. they're not, you know, nobody really can look at their open mind anymore. They don't, they can't make a decision and and be okay with it and listen to somebody else's and not be upset about it. And, and, I argue with self, right? I'll oh, take one position and go, well, but you can't make me do that <laughs> yes. and you can't do whatever. And I was like, right. well, yeah, but you're overstepping your boundaries because right. where your rights end, my rights begin. Mm-hmm. And so I think, well, you wear a mask to protect you. Well, then you should wear a mask to stop spewing the virus amount. Right. So like who, who, it's, it's who's a, right? It's a no-win situation. And, and that's what I mean. Our mm-hmm. liberties are mm-hmm. really going to be revealed to us mm-hmm. through this process because you see legislators that then want to hide behind Ben Franklin quotes and things and say, if you give any liberty whatsoever, you mm-hmm. don't. Well, but where am I surrendering liberty and where am I helping the com- the common good, right? right. Where, where am I acting in the best, na- the best, um, in the, the best notion possible for my country, mm-hmm. even if it's self-sacrificing in some way. Right. And so, again, like you said, that's where the conflict is because mm-hmm. I can see constitutionally both sides of that. And I go, but wait, I, I don't know how to feel mm-hmm. on this. So I guess you just do the best you can. Every <laughs> Take it day by day like we do. <laughs> I, I guess. It's just – it's. Um, and I'll wake up one day and have a different thought process on it. And the next day I'll wake up and have a completely different one. And it's just. And I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you do. Yeah. It's a riddle wrapped in a conundrum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Buried in a puzzle. Yes. <laughs> I don't I, don't I just know feel for to... anybody that's having to be on the front lines dealing with it. School uh, administrators, health administrators, you know, parents. You know, it's just one of those things that nobody's going to win. Well, I even heard about physician, you know, one physician today was being discussed on Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba about mm-hmm. one physician that said, yeah, I'm not going to treat you as a patient if you don't get the vaccine. Yes, I heard that. Yeah. Okay. Is that moral or is that ethical? All Who right. knows? So, you know, we our Constitution has been tested recently on do you have to make a cake for people that you disagree with? All right. But then there's the Hippocratic Oath. Mm-hmm. So, the you know, said the do no harm. Well, but that's different than seeing a person bleeding on the sidewalk exactly. and refusing to treat them. Yes. This is saying, no, you find somebody else to, you know, to, to treat you. Okay. But then, then you follow that argument and go, well... 
Uh, what if I run into this super fit buff doctor that says, you're obese, I'm not going to treat you. So how Opens many health conditions worms. then, mm-hmm. like when you follow that path? And so, again, more conflict. More. Makes me tired. It, me it is fatiguing. <laughs> oh. it, is, yeah. it, is, it is so fatiguing for everyone involved. And I would just encourage everyone suffer, like everyone's having to rationalize mm-hmm. these same decisions, mm-hmm. but the way you react to it and the way you treat people around you is yes. paramount. Yes. Absolutely. I can agree to disagree with a lot of people and Me I'm too. not going to be ugly to you. You may have completely different thoughts than I do, but you know, and I feel like that's what we're supposed to I do, just told but. you I'm arguing with self, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so, but I'm not going to argue with you about it. Right. It's just you, you. You do you. If you can figure you out, good for you. Yes. I'm over yeah. here trying to help self. Like, Absolutely. I don't know what to do. I just, I'm not sure. Uh, the state fair begins tomorrow, by the way. You can get your vaccine and get an armband. And you can, you can also you get know, a driver's license, apparently. You can renew your driver's <laughs> license. It's one-stop Stop shopping. Shop, yeah. Ryan Quarles says if you, the Ag Commission, says that if you use county fairs as an indication, people are really excited mm-hmm. about this event and some type of return to normal. Going to be masks indoors at the state yes. fair, so just get pre- uh, prepared. Uh, Whitney, you and your colleagues, I mm-hmm. presume, are getting re- Where will I be able to find you at the state fair? Well, you'll be able to find me in the hog barn. All right. Yeah. Uh, clothespin provided? Or no, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm wearing a mask. Okay. Now, listen, that is the smell of money right there. For some people's listen, money. For some people. oh, some yeah, people's yeah. money. It's not my yeah. money. Now, I, and I, I I understand that. And it is it is actually pretty funny. I, of course, I grew up in the hog barn, too. But I go back and, you know, that's we as extension agents have to serve as, uh, you know, we have to volunteer at the state fair. So that's kind of what helps make the state fair work. Yeah. And so I get to go for a few days to work at the hog show. And there will be a lot of local folks there. And it's always fun to watch the people that have no idea what agriculture is <laughs> walk through the barns. <laughs> it is a sight to see, and I love it. When the city slickers come through, <laughs> oh my gosh, you get a so good fun. look at the city slickers. Now, when they walk through and you're trying to do something, that's one thing. Because, you know, there's been a lot of uh, ugly looks given throughout the days. But <laughs> What are you doing? I got it. All right. Well, have a good time at the fair. We will. Uh, looking, looking forward to seeing you there if we can stop by. All right. There you go. We've got to get to a break. Come back. Got plenty more on the way. Day number eight of Where's Quacky, right around the corner from In the Know. Today is Bad Poetry Day. I'm kind of one of those people that I, I'm not a huge fan of poetry, but yet I like music and a lot of music lyrics are poetry, yeah. really yes. rap. Sometimes yep. it's poetry. Yeah. But as far as rating it yeah. or yeah, and no thanks. It, it requires, there's very little that I consider good poetry, yeah. you know, and I don't know if it doesn't rhyme, forget it. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, where's, where, where's the where's yeah. the rhyme? Oh, this is <laughs> non-rhyming poetry. <laughs> uh, no, then it's just that's just a theme. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's that's just a that's just a story. <laughs> that's right. It's some type of narrative that you're trying to establish. If there's not rhyming words, it's not poetry. It is serendipity day today. And it is also Mail Order Catalog Day today. I w- actually got a magazine in the mail, and my husband laughed at me last night because I sat down on the couch at like 8.30 after we'd gotten all the kids to bed, and I said, he goes, you are such an old woman. You're going to read a magazine? <laughs> I said, yeah. So it was a magazine, but not a catalog. Well, it but was a catalog. probably there were some advertisements in there you probably could have bought well, things from. Well, no. This was one of those that you were looking through. You know, it was a clothing magazine. So it oh, was okay. a, it was a catalog, but... It was funny. I'd just like to salute the Oriental Trading Company this morning. <laughs> or LTD Commodity. <laughs> yes. Or, or uh, Finger Hut. Or the old Sears catalog that <laughs> oh, you would get at Christmas yeah. time and circle all that the things the you wanted. That was the best at my nanny's. Yeah. The yeah. Wish Book is in a category all its own. It is. You know, then you've got yes. these other also-rans that mm-hmm. are in there. That uh, <laughs> Hey, I look. I have magazines at the office. We have the Cow Country News and the Soybean Sentinel and all of those that mm-hmm. I read articles in. Progressive Farmer. I heard yesterday, well, you, probably, you might have heard the same thing. I think uh, Matt Jones was talking about it on Kentucky Sports Radio as an attempt to spend less time with his phone 
he was at the Reds game the other night, and he was reading a magazine in between innings, so just not to touch his phone. Uh-huh. And I thought, you know, I think as humans, more and more, we're going to look for ways to avoid that because mm-hmm. I, I really, I t- I'll tell you, it, it's been it, it's been increasingly problematic for humans. Period. But I have been much more acutely uh, aware of how much access people have to me that they did not have before. Mm-hmm. And you can wreck my day in an instant because you, I get a notification. I, so I'm watching something on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I see a notification from someone that says, blah. And I'm like, if I didn't have this dumb device, I'd be over here enjoying my evening with my family yes. or, you know, having a shared experience of, hey, let's watch this thing on Netflix mm-hmm. or do whatever. And it's just... I am determined to push back and reestablish better boundaries that right. remove the technology from my life. Well, and then you also use technology, I'm assuming, for work purposes as well as personal. And so when we get to, you know, and I, while I love being accessible, don't get me wrong, I'm accessible almost 24-7 on my phone. However, there comes a point where you're like, okay, I have to put this down in order to be able to not be accessible for a little while because nowadays and not necessarily in my job and in a lot of jobs if you don't if it's not instant you know contact and you're they're not re- you're not getting a re- you know a receipt back or somebody talking to you back they're upset mm-hmm. and so you have to you know you can't wait until eight o'clock the next morning to contact somebody i saw someone say we'll spend the next 10 years undoing the last 10 years mm-hmm that's yeah. probably going to be right. Because it is. It's to, fatiguing. Trying to reestablish mm-hmm. a... And, and by the way, just because something is important to you at 8 <laughs> o'clock at night in no way means it's important to me. Right. But here's the thing. On both of my devices, I do not allow notifications. You can turn that off. And yes. I have started doing that a and, little bit more. And yes. it works for me. So if I want to play my game or watch something on Netflix... I do not see that text message that... I turned my email notifications off. That was the big help for me. What if... Yeah, I don't get email notifications on my devices anymore because, I mean, it would be constant. Yes. But but here's the thing. I, I would be open to using the do not disturb function on my Apple devices, Mm -hmm. but I would have to carve out exceptions to that because, like you say, you're not getting notifications, but... What if one of your children need you? Right. You know, that that's kind of my thing is mm-hmm. what what if a parent needs you and the way they decided to reach you was the I mean, we still have a landline for that very reason. Like if you really, really need to get to us, you've you, got to call you, the house. You know yes. a way you know a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much longer we'll have right. uh, a landline. So it's just one of those Yeah, just, and, and like I said, it's got its positives and negatives, but it can be fatigued, especially in this day and age. Well, in our business, also, it's the equivalent of being friends with everyone. And even if you didn't choose to be their friend, they have the ability to put information in front of your eyes and mm-hmm. just go, you just shake your head and go, mm-hmm. you know, like yep. un- unbelievable. Okay. And on that happy note, <laughs> here's day number eight of Warriors Quacky. <laughs> right? Wait, we went mail order catalog <laughs> to you're ruining my life. <laughs> All in three minutes. <laughs> Easily done. All roads lead to you're ruining my life. That's, that's day, day number eight of Where's Quacky. Uh, first, we'll wrap up day number seven. Congratulations to Wilma Henning. Wilma Henning knew that Quacky spent the day yesterday at Clarkson Elementary School. And I happened, when I first saw this photograph, I knew because I've been inside Clarkson mm-hmm. Elementary School enough times. Like, yeah, that's the floor at Clarkson Elementary. Yep. And Wilma Henning is one of the many people that knew that's where Quacky spent the day. So she has a K105 t-shirt. Is that the layout? And she, you know, it's all the various regions, I think, of the... Of the cult, of, well, of the geographic. Does it have, like, the Penny Ryle region? Yeah, and have the, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So it's an interesting piece there at the there at the school. Yeah, so there it is in wide form. It's the state that identifies all the it's got Appalachia and it's mm-hmm. got, you know, uh the coal belt and the mm-hmm. penny rile purchase and the uh, all those areas. Yeah. Cool. You're supposed to know this better than Well, I, I was going to say the western coal fields, but yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I mean whatever <laughs> some coal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. I just summarize my coal? <laughs> so, here's today's um where's quacky? 
go over to the K105 Facebook page. You'll get a full screen of it here in just a moment. Uh, you get the K105 Facebook page. You'll see this photograph, and then in the comment section of this photograph on our Facebook page, you tell us where Quacky is spending the day. Don't do it here in the show thread. Do it over there on the photo, and you may be one of the – you may be a person selected tomorrow – to have your own very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta and win a K105 t-shirt. The Ducking Hunger Regatta coming up September 6th. And if you don't yet have a duck, gc-alliance.com. They're only $5 each, and we need all of them to be sponsored. There are only 2,000 of them. So we want all the ducks to have um, a good program. Have a family to raise money for the Grayson County Alliance. So do it. Do it now. gc-alliance.com. Some schools... Uh, pretty widely known, most businesses, especially restaurants, maybe the restaurants is more obvious to us when they're having, uh, staffing shortages, but staffing shortages running throughout a lot of industries in particular, uh, restaurants, but also bus drivers. Yes. And some schools in one particular in Wilmington, Delaware, are paying parents to drive their own children to school rather than use the bus. <laughs> Sign me up. I do that every day. <laughs> I was going to ask you about <laughs> like, Jack and Caroline. I know. Yeah. Do they ride the bus or do you well, do the mom they, bus? We do the mom bus because, you know, we are technically out of district when we go to school now. So gotcha. we, I drop them off and dad usually picks them up and there is the occasional time they ride the bus to grandparents' house. So that's... That's okay. the deal. Now, they used to ride the school bus every day. Well, so it, all right, it makes you wonder. In mm-hmm. this hybrid model, and so it's $700 for the school year. Mm-hmm. They'll give you, I don't know if they give you a discount of $700 or if they actually give you $700. I've not done that far of a deep dive. But to try and offset the transport, the school bus driver shortage, you've got some school systems saying, listen, we'll give you $700 if we'll put the transportation responsibility back on you. Mm-hmm. So that's a good question. What about hybrid? What about if they're going to Nana's or what if they're going to, you know, if they're going to Meemaw's for the day, do then they have to get a bus token? You know, because theoretically you're not allowed to ride the bus because your mama and daddy got $700 to. So how does that, does it turn into being like the, the public bus? Yeah, I don't know. And then. I will promise you that we just had many, many people at the idea of $700 that said, well, I've got two kids. Do I get fourteen hundred? You know, <laughs> like you know, it was just oh, that yes. was the response. Yeah, that's so, true. I don't know if this will take off or not, but hmm. parents of about one hundred fifty-five students out of roughly five hundred have signed up so far. But I bet that's saving on money. Oh yeah. I mean, you would think. And one thing I will say, I think truck drivers in general, I think, are a hot commodity right now, and they just need. The, the truck thing. drivers do? Mm-hmm. Well, so, well, well yeah. needn't you worry. They'll all be self-driving here before you know it. <sighs> there are already some of them out there that are driving. Uh, small short, uh, There's a shortage of small turkeys that could affect your Thanksgiving <laughs> plans. Well, this is, the type of, this is the type of information that you know now Yes, because your, your, your turkey forecast for Thanksgiving <laughs> Day happens in late August. Yeah. Because it's not just like they can wait until November the 10th and go... Let's drum up some turkeys to send to okay, people. Okay, so my, my question is, because I obviously did not read this, but what is the reason for the shortage? I'm trying to think on my ag brain why it would be shortage. So last year, people had to, they couldn't grow turkeys. Right, they couldn't big grow enough. them. Yeah. So everyone settled for the 14-pound turkey. Got you. And they decided, I like that. Mm-hmm. They downsized their Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. had a smaller gathering, yes. and now there's not enough Small size turkeys, but more, there's greater demand for them. Got you. Okay. So that, that I guess that, that means twenty five yeah. pound birds are going to be cheaper. Yeah, yep. Amen. Uh, and you can call like Natalie bird. to figure out how to freeze all that stuff when you're done <laughs> with Ma- all that leftover. <laughs> McDonald's is releasing glazed pull apart donuts just in time for fall, starting September first. You can get glazed pull apart donuts at I McDonald's. They did that at one time. I don't know, but I'm going to try some. Uh, the Girl Scouts have a new caramel brownie cookie that will could be your new favorite. I saw that. I mean, it sounds good, but just I don't mess I don't, don't mess with mine. I just just give me the Samoas. Oh yeah. When you all find your other favorite cookie, mm-hmm. just leave the Samoas for me. I like the I'll Samoas, and I like the trefoils with the with milk. That's the only way I'll eat them. I'm a tag along girl. 
Tagalongs are good. Tagalongs they are would, good too. They would be my second favorite mm-hmm. as far as if I'm just saying I'll have any cookie that I want regardless of calories or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'll take a sleeve, please. <laughs> uh, no, a box. <laughs> I would like to have a sleeve. I would like to have a tag-along sleeve of Samoas. Samoas. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to open the Samoas box. I go, Aww. nine. <laughs> yeah. That's not enough. Twelve. <laughs> Can I get a baker's dozen? I know. At, at least. Yeah. I feel and, like they're smaller than they were when I was a Girl Scout, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> this story reminded me of you, Miss Buckles. Uh, one oh, of dear. the things about you that I've always known is you have kind of a sixth sense ability to read people. All right. I'd like to think so. Fair enough. I mean, you yeah. you got you pretty pretty aware and you're yeah. able to read people. And recently when we were traveling, we were having lunch somewhere. Oh dear. And you were sitting to my left and all of a sudden I noticed this weird expression on your face that I don't commonly <laughs> see. And I noticed you were side-eyeing the couple that was at the adjacent table to us. Yes. And I said, I, I I quietly asked you, I said, "What?" What is Are wrong? Are you okay? Yeah. No. It's like, what? what is going on? Because suddenly your mood changed, and I thought, what am I missing here? There's <laughs> yeah. something going on <laughs> nearby that my ears aren't allowing me to hear, or mm-hmm. my radar is broken. <laughs> and come to find out, I asked you later, and you said, is it okay if I say what you said? Sure. You said, he's mean to her. Mm. So there was a couple next to us, and they were ordering, and they were enjoying their lunch, I thought, just like we were. And she, you, you noticed that he was... Less than nice. You yes. felt that he probably, in a private setting, was someone that you wouldn't want to be with. Yes? Absolutely. So uh, this has gone viral. A woman on a date, on a coffee date with a guy, when her date got up and went to the restroom, a neighbor at an adjoining table slipped her a note and said, too many red flags, run, be safe, girl. So a neighbor spotted something in the date that she was with that she couldn't see and gave her a cautionary lesson. She said that when the guy came back to the table, everything he said was a red flag. She just hadn't had the ability to see it before. And I thought, so, so how much trouble might this person have saved her Right. by going... Hey, D- you know, double check this before yes. you proceed. So it's, I don't, this, that story kind of gave me cold chills. Yeah, like, me too. Because mm-hmm. I, I feared what could have happened to her, you know, had somebody not been there to go, hey, do something else, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, nice to have a good Samaritan nearby. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll have the water cooler question. It'll be your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. Did you know? One of the side effects listed on an aspirin package is headache. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, what if you've got a headache? You go running for the aspirin, <laughs> only to learn this might give you a headache. Well, I already have one, so I guess I'll. Can it, can it make a headache worse? Can it counteract a headache? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is sort of odd. I always get one when the weather changes. You do? Mm-hmm. Um, like severe front. weather changes? Well, when there's or like, like a cold front or a warm front come through. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Generally, yeah. it's just bursitis that acts up in people. No, oh, my, it's going to rain. My bursitis is acting up. <laughs> uh, here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. Uh, you will text your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Going to give you your choice of theme park tickets for today. Um, Holiday World, Kentucky Kingdom, or Beach Bend. Here you go. Question is, 61% of women say they've been upset with their partner because they did this while driving. 61% of women say they've been upset with their partner because they did this while driving. What is it? Text your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. I'll tell you. There's a couple of them are too easy. This makes me Yeah, me too. This makes me mad. 61% of women say they've been upset with their partner because they did this while driving. It makes you what mad? What is it? It does make me mad, absolutely. But okay. I'm, I'm not a woman, so I'm not in the sampling of 61%. <laughs> Man, I feel like a woman. The stands will be empty for the Tokyo Paralympics. 
things are worse in Tokyo than they were back during the summer games. So they will also continue on with the same precautions for the Paralympic Games, which start um, on August 24th is what they're Monday. scheduled to. Yes, start Monday. And again, I've made that pledge. I'm really going to try and watch and uh, participate in that. Colin Jost confirms that he and ScarJo are pre- pregnant. Scarlett Johansson going to have a baby. He, uh, She and uh, Colin Jost got married not too long ago. So I guess good for them. Matthew McConaughey says he hasn't used deodorant in over 35 years. Oh, my goodness. Does this rethink the hunk factor of Matthew McConaughey in your mind? That's been a thing with him. He's very all natural. Well, I've never found... I've never found him to be that hot. Yeah. I mean, he's all people, right. Like, he's suave. Uh, I like him because he's, you know. But, yeah. So Thanks. instead like of attitude. all right, all right, all right, it's P-U, P-U, P-U. <laughs> <laughs> now, they say that he's he's not. I, I think I had read that before, but still. Huh. I don't know that I could get behind Let's that. Let's see. If um, uh, Jonathan knows the answer is litter. 61% of women say they've been upset with their significant other when they littered while driving. So congratulations to Jonathan. He's, well, the, okay. he's the winner. I told you, I don't, like, I don't like litter. I don't like that mm, either. Don't like it. When we were just talking about why there are no trash cans in cars yesterday. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had all this time yeah. since Henry Ford all the way to Elon Musk and nobody yeah. had put a garbage well, can in there. Speaking of my son this morning, he had a little one of them gogurt things he mm-hmm. was eating on the way to school. And I said... He goes, Mom, what do I do with this? I said, take it in the school and throw it in the trash can when you leave. You know, get out of the car. Well, I look over, and he had left it in the side of the little hole in the door. <laughs> yeah. That's not my trash can. <laughs> Thanks, Gogurt, for being so convenient <laughs> uh-huh. for all of us. And then this headline kind of made me laugh. Drake says that he thinks having COVID made his hair grow in weird. Drake, buddy. Listen, it happens to the best of us. Um, the the older we get, sometimes our hair just doesn't do, well, A, what we want it to do, and B, what it did before. So you can blame a lot of things on COVID. Probably not one of them. Yeah. Baldness probably is not. Probably don't need to lay baldness at COVID's feet. You might need to... You know, talk to your ancestors about that in some way. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. I'm going to finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today Does everyone have assigned seating at home? Oh, like at the kitchen table? At the kitchen table or on the sofa or or is that just our house? No, we do. Everybody kind of has their thing. I think most people do. I mean, everybody just has their own spot. Mm-hmm. They gravitate to I mean, like yeah. Sheldon Cooper is notorious for oh, that's, that's yeah. his spot yeah. on the couch. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that my spot changes depending upon what Alea is doing. <laughs> well... <laughs> If she's yes. got a fort built in my spot, well, then I just find another spot. Right. <laughs> well, mine does, too, depending on if my kid is, like, ready to go to sleep right. or, you know, I rotate back and forth. I don't get to sit on my couch. What are you all kidding? Well, it's not even when the kids go to sleep no, for 90 seconds, you don't really. even get to sit I mean, on your I couch? I honestly don't really get to sit on it much. Okay. I mean, I feel like when you come home, if I'm in what I would call your spot and she's not... Lele's not commandeered that. Yeah. I feel like I scoot over to the right so that you can have your spot. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, because uh, that's kind of your spot. Yeah. But. Well, it's just, and that's why I'm wondering. I was trying to figure out if it's just us or if everybody sort of well, has their. And then you've got the other thing. My OCD brain is, okay, my husband sits on the right side of the couch most of the time. So I have to sit on the left so that it evens out <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Feng Shui or whatever you go. I know, that's ridiculous. Two-thirds of Americans are obsessive about one thing in their homes, and that's their spot on the sofa. Mm -hmm. A new study of 2,000 people finds that 66% uh, admit to having an unofficial assigned seating throughout their homes. People are loyal to their favorite spots. Mm -hmm. I also have to tell you that... So the place that we stay in the mountains when we visit has a recliner. All right, and so years ago, that lady over there, she claimed the recliner. 
Okay. And it was like no big deal to me. I was like, I recliner. I don't want a recliner. But we went somewhere in early <laughs> August that had two recliners. Oh. And I got my own recliner. <laughs> and and now, now I was like, You won't go oh, back. I love recliners. <laughs> right? Now there's going to be a fight for the recliner. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, it's I, good stuff. I, have a, I like my recliner too. I was like, I was short selling. I was sleeping on the recliner and not literally. I was like, ah, recliner, no big deal. Who wants one of those? Until I got one and went, oh, oh this yeah. is all right. I have the recliner in my, I have my living room and then I have the kids' living room. They have a den, okay? My living room recliner is a 1980-ish lazy boy. It went from, like, everybody in my family, and I said, I'm keeping this thing because it's, like, the perfect size for me because Good it's stuff. smaller, and I, my feet can touch the floor, <laughs> and I can rock, and I'm it's mine. It's, it's, it's my yeah, seat. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> well, so my Papa's recliner, um, that's actually one of my favorites ever, yeah. and yeah. it's been around for quite some time. So, yeah. but, yeah, uh, recliners are good. So, apologies to naps. Mm-hmm. I didn't like you when I was a kid, and now I love you. Yes. And apologies to recliners. <laughs> I didn't appreciate how valuable you could be. So, like, look at me. You I'm did going. enjoy that recliner. Yes, I did. <laughs> and what's funny is it took me a couple of days to remember that the op- the bottom part would open up where you could prop up your legs. I thought, hey, this is. And then if you lean back, it clicks into place. Yeah. Where you don't, even... you don't have yeah. to move. I thought, wow, recliners have come a long way <laughs> since I last tried one. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. We it didn't fun. have a recliner in our house when I was growing up. And so that's... we did that had one and it swiveled. See, some of them will swivel oh, mm-hmm. sure. too, but yeah. this one, mine at home doesn't. On television tonight, it's the series premiere of Dr. Phil, House Calls with Dr. Phil. You might have seen this promo. Will this be good or will this be bad? I mean, it's Dr. Phil. I'm not a fan of Dr. Phil. I've never been a fan of Dr. Phil, but is this an outgrowth of we can't have in-studio audiences and there are travel logistics? Dr. Phil's been making house calls for quite some time. They just haven't really been formatted in television show, like in a television show like this. So I'm kind of curious to know Mm -hmm. whether this will be good or not. Just try it out to see? Maybe. Yeah. It depends upon how little there is on television tonight. <laughs> the uh, depends upon whether I finish season one of Virgin River and then decide to oh. watch. And then uh, next on my list is Succession. I'm going to watch Succession mm. from HBO. Uh, Aquafina is Nora from Queens on the season two premiere on comedy and on HBO in the same breath. A look at how the Chinese government turned pandemic cover-ups in Wuhan into a triumph for the Communist Party. I don't know if I need a reminder. Mm-mm. I don't think so either. Let's see. So that's the equivalent. Let's see. You can watch that. Or if you want to get the same feeling, you can take a hammer and bang it on your thumb. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be about the same feeling. Yep. Today's highlight in history. This date in 1894, Congress established the Bureau of Immigration. Virginia Dare became the first child of English parents born in present-day America. This date in 1587. The 19th Amendment to the Constitution was ratified as Tennessee became the 36th state to approve it, this date in 1920. You ladies should be celebrating that. Mm-hmm. Woodstock wound to a close this date in 1969. Birthdays today, Rosalind Carter is uh, 94 today, former first lady. Robert Redford, 85. Wow. Wow. Martin Mull is 78. Elaine Boozler is 69. Dennis Leary is 64. ABC News reporter Bob Woodruff is 60. Christian Slater is 52. Edward Norton is 52. Malcolm Jabal Warner is 51. Theo Huxtable is 5 to the 1 today. And Andy Samberg from Saturday Night Live, formerly, is uh, 43 today. Gone but not forgotten, Meriwether Lewis, Max Factor. Meriwether Lewis in 1774. Max Factor in 1904. Casper Weinberger in 1917. Roberto Clemente in 1934. Patrick Swayze in 1952. Mm. That's probably more me than you. Uh, well, and I still liked Patrick Swayze. She's like the wind. <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand why that song was a hit, but it just wasn't that great a song. The Everly Brothers, number one in 1957. I think I'm gonna cry. Bye, bye, love. I mean, be honest. 
if She's Like the Wind had not been performed by Patrick Swayze and on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack, would it have been a hit? No. I say no. No. Probably not. But, Mm -mm. I mean, it's still really good. Through my trees. Right. I love it. 1966. Remember when I ran away? Napoleon the 14th was number one. me not to leave because you'd go berserk? Well, you thought you had me fooled, but I just left you Do you all know this song? Because I knew no, you were no. already out of your... They're coming to take me away. Hee hee, ha ha, ho ho. Oh, okay. I'm happy they took you away. Ho ho, hee hee, ha ha, to the funny farm. When life's his death all the I was trying to annoy you all with that and turned out annoying myself. It, was like, it backfired. I'm like, uh, oh, my God. Bring it, Glenn. Glenn Campbell, number one, is date 1975. But I we gotta hear the chorus, don't no, we? Absolutely. No. Otherwise, there was no point. I know. Right. Bye bye bye. Um, I do have that song in Apple Music, by the way. I have that song is on. Yeah. That song is on my, on my iPod. Gotcha. Got this feeling down deep in soul that Lionel Richie was number one. Ow. Oh, wow. Yes, I'm 1984. All right. And you all will be mad if I don't get a song from the 90s. So here comes UB40 from 1993 and Can't Help Falling in Love. It's no red, red wine, but it's good. No, but it's, it's good. Super good. I heard that song the other day, actually. Red, red wine. Mm-hmm. Make me feel so fine. <laughs> Nelly, Dilemma in 02, Knee Deep, Zach Brown in 11, and Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar, number one a year ago today. There are your chart toppers. Whitney, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having good me. Good to see you. Yep. Have fun at the State Fair. It will do. Are you going to have any deep fried Oreos or deep fried anything? I'm going to go or? do my job and leave as soon as possible, so <laughs> okay. probably not. Your family will be so happy to see you, too. I'll, I'll leave. Get, I'll leave. I have to take my clothes off out, out in the garage. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Because of you smell like yes. deep fried Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, never let your fear decide your future. Never let your fear decide your future. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.